In this podcast episode, let's talk about how you schedule mobile jobs versus shop jobs and if there's a big difference once you actually get a shop coming from being a mobile detailer. This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast. And welcome back to a new podcast episode. Here's a quick little tip or secret for anyone that's doing content creation is that it really does help when you kind of batch content. And when I say batch content, I mean like you shoot, you know, let's say two to three pieces of content for whatever platform. And then all you do is edit and schedule it out over the next like two, three weeks. Like for instance, uh, last two weeks, two weeks ago, we shot two podcasts back to back. Like we shot it at like 9 a.m. And then like we went to to go do things. And then we shot another podcast like at 11 a.m. And that helps out a lot because then all Alex has to do is focus on editing the podcast for this week, editing the podcast for next week. And now we don't don't have to do a podcast until now. Now we're only shooting one of this one. But it it did help doing. um, So maybe next time I'm going to I'd like to plan out if we can shoot like two to three podcasts per session. That way we don't have to worry about an actual another shooting session and it's all about editing and publishing. So, uh, and, so and, that, and that can be applied to a lot of things like for YouTube videos, for Instagram, like on the TikToks and Instagrams for proper care, we shoot like three to 10 at a time and then we just edit those and we always have some 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 uh, videos queued up. We don't just shoot one and then go post it. We'll shoot three, 10, you know, depending on the day or the vehicle that we're working on 15 to 20 per per session and then we'll schedule, we'll edit them and schedule those out. Uh, with YouTube videos, it's a bit harder just because there's a bit more planning and editing that go into it. And, you know, one thing you can do is try to get multiple videos like out of a, like a, out of a detail. But a lot of times the planning is lackluster and the videos just kind of suck. So um, it's a bit harder with YouTube. But batching content does help out a lot. So in today's schedule, today's schedule, in today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about how we schedule mobile jobs versus shop jobs. So, um, and it's crazy to think about because, you know, obviously I've been telling the same story since like 2015 when I, when I first, well, not 2015, but I, I've been saying the same things since 2015 when I started D2 Groove. My first YouTube video was December 15th, 2015, I believe, or, or 2017. I don't know, one of those. And, you know, I'm a pretty boring person, right? I don't, I don't latch on to anything like, you know, new or, you know, I don't chase a shiny object. So it's like, it's, it's the same thing over and over. But what I'm getting at is there's a lot, like a lot of people that have never heard of me or, or this is the first time hearing that I'm a mobile detailer and not just shop based. So every time I go back to like, Hey, I've been a mobile detailer for eight years. It's like, it just go, it, it, it kind of like, it's kind of crazy to think about like, no one knows those old years, those old years, quote unquote, of me running a detailing business by myself, right? I, I, get, I get questions sometimes like, hey, so, you know, uh, when you were a one man band, it's like that was only about like two, three years ago that that was a thing, you know? Um, people ask like, hey, have you always had your shop? It's like, no, we've had it for two years. You know, I've been mobile detailer for seven, eight, nine years now. Um, so it's kind of crazy to see like the... Just you can tell, like, wow, like you, you don't know anything about me. Not, not, not in a bad way, but it's like you just found out about my content, and like you're just going through it. And even if you go back of like videos or podcasts, like I was already in a shop, so I can, I can see why people don't. Um, or it's like it's a bit, it's a bit more, it's a bit easier to understand why people don't fully realize that I was a mobile detailer for eight years. Anyway, so I was a mobile detailer, as I said, for the first eight years of business. 
Um, and we've been at the shop and offering mobile services for the last, e- I think now it's two years actually. Um, so yeah, so when we got the shop, the original plan was more so to do just like paint correction coding type services. But like with many things that you do in your business, you'll simply adapt to the kind of the trend that's happening in your business. So in my mind, we were going to get the shop and we were primarily just going to bring correction and coatings there. And the funny thing that happened is like none of that happened. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. That happened and then a lot more. For instance, the day after we moved everything into the shop, a customer pulled up to the shop as a walk-in and says, hey, can I get a detail service? We've never experienced a walk-in customer. We've never experienced working on a vehicle in the shop. Like we had, I, it was like, whoa, what the heck is this? Like someone just walked, to, someone just walked up to us and we scheduled him for the next day for a full interior cleaning at the shop. And per what I thought, what we were going to do with the shop to what actually happened was a pretty night and day difference. Like I was, I actually was not expecting to fully pack out the shop because in my head I was like hey we'll just use like the mobile van and bring stuff down and use it in the shop but then as we started moving and grooving we had mobile jobs and then after a mobile job we'd come right back to the shop to do a shop job and then like taking the equipment down or setting it up was such a hassle I was like dude we can't keep on doing this like we have to buy specific equipment for the shop and I, I actually was not it like prepared for that other financial step of like, oh, dang. So we got to get an air compressor, a uh, extractor, a vacuum, air compressor, hoses, pressure washer. And I was like, oh, dang, I wasn't really expecting to, to go all in in the shop here. Because in my head, it's like, hey, we'll just prep the vehicle with our van, roll it in and then do paint correction. Um, so that was a surpriser. So with that, it's like, um, so we, we never thought about giving up mobile detailing. One, because we Houston is a large, large, large city. There's 2.4 million people here. So to let go of mobile detailing, like you are letting go a big chunk of like the potential customers that you can reach. And then two, again, I've been a mobile detailer for eight years. So it's kind of like a big thing that we're known for. And honestly, like of all the time I've done mobile detailing, like I, it is fun. Like as far as which one is, is funner to do, mobile detailing or shop based i will always say mobile detailing because you're going to different areas you're driving around you're kind of you know experiencing or learning your city in a different way and, and, and like you drive to places you normally wouldn't drive and not like you know like a theme park or something but more so like oh this is a cool neighborhood oh this is a cool spot and you just learn different roads highways connections and it sounds kind of funny but it's like that adds like a different layer of like oh we're like you're driving around watching and you know, you, you, you end the day, you're, you end this detail, and you're like, hey, let, let's go try that spot over there, um, like to eat or something. And uh, so in that regard, like mobile detailing is better in that regard. But that's about it. Like if, if you if you put, you know, the environment that you work in, if you put in like the comfortability, if you, if you put in the flexibility, the shop will always win in that regard. Um, but yes, like I, I even now, like if it wasn't so hot, and and just as a side note, like, it, you know, Houston and Texas and it just keeps on getting hotter and hotter and, and like more record setting days. Like you really come to question like, dang, what's what are we doing with this mobile detailing? Because it's not it's not healthy or safe to be out there when it's 106, 107, 111, 112. Like that's not good for anyone. Um, but anyway, so we offer mobile services, got the shop and we continue to offer mobile mobile shop. Now, over the last few months, it has been kind of shifting a bit to where it's more shop jobs. Um, which is fantastic. Um, and if you want to keep your mobile van running, um, it just it, it's really going to be very very dependent on 
how you structure your business, right? Like if you have employees, like if it's just you, like just you, and you have a shop and van, that's going to be a lot more difficult because scheduling wise, it's still limited to you. So whether you have, um, you know, one other employee that just shadows you and helps you out, or you have another employee that can handle the customer and handle the vehicle, like all those things will factor in how you're, to, how you're able to actually schedule jobs out and how you're actually able to manage everything at once. Because if if you're doing everything that still runs through you, meaning you're still like the main guy, and even though you have an employee, they come help you, and you have a shop and uh, a mobile unit, well, everything is still bottlenecked at you. Like you can't schedule a 9 a.m. job mobile and a 9 a.m. job at the shop because you're the one that has to manage both. But if you have an employee that can handle the customer, that can handle the detail, can that, that can accept payment, well, now you can schedule a mobile job at 9 a.m. and a shop job at 9 a.m. and they both get done. So that's going to be a very, very, very big factor to how you're able to schedule mobile jobs versus shop jobs. So for us, again, the main premise of the shop was like, hey, let's bring, because we were getting more and more correction and coding jobs in the field. And again, like for me, like, it's just like, eh, I don't really like doing it mobile. Like it's it's like the wind blows and like maybe we're, we're not always in the garage, we're in the driveway and then there's trees and debris and it's like, man, like it'd be much easier if we were, we were at a shop. So that's uh, one of the bigger reasons why we got a shop. And when we did that, um, that was our intention. Now, over time, as always, you just have to adapt to what's going on in your business uh, over time, we've uh, changed it to where like the shop is held for more extensive jobs as for like the primary reason, right? So that's going to be like your paint correction and coatings, um, smoke odor removal, and actually that's about it. Those, those three, like those, like those have to be done at the shop. Like we no longer do that mobile. Like if you want that done, it has to be done at a shop. Paint correction, coatings, and um, smoke odor removals. Uh, for the lighter services or the, you know, I guess you could say more basic um, not really basic, but just more simple services like a wash and wax, premium wash, full interior cleaning, um, services like that. Those are still 100% done out in the field as a mobile detailer. Now, again, that can change for you. You can change whatever you want. You can forego mobile detailing all you want if you get a shop. It's just dependent on what you want to accomplish, your goals, your business, how you're running things. If you have a team, employees, if you like all these things really, have, you have to factor these things in because you like you, you cannot, you'll never find a blanket answer of like, this is how you do it. It's all based on your business. It's all based on how you run things, how, on how you operate, on how things go on your side of, of, of your business. Um, so how we schedule it for us specifically, right? So shout out to our uh, sponsor, uh, Jobber. It's a software we've been using for now three plus years in our business to schedule all our jobs. Um, and I've been using them far before I became a sponsor. Like I, I officially became a sponsor like four months ago and we've been paying and using the software for the last three plus years. Um, but if you want a free 14 day trial and 20% off your first six months, you can click in the description box down below or in the show notes to get that um, promo through my link. But um, yeah, so the way we do it is we have Jobber. So what we do is like in Jobber, we if we, if it's a shop job, it shows up as let's say blue. And if it's a mobile job, it shows up at green. So very easily at a glance, we'll see that, okay, let's, let's, how, how's our schedule looking? And because we have a team and because we're able to send out someone mobile and keep one at the shop, you're, 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 the flexibility for scheduling changes a lot. So depending on the day, um, there might be a 9 a.m. in the field and then a 9 a.m. at the shop. And it just how you schedule is going to be 
there's gonna just there's a lot of factors to it because you can you can easily schedule two jobs at each vehicle depending on whether it's a shop and mobile depending on what it is right if you know you, you can have them you can have the mobile unit go out at 9 a.m and you have a customer at 9 a.m but your night you're, like the job at the shop let's say it's 900 dollars for a vehicle and it needs to get done that day well you know you can send out the mobile crew they knock it out in the morning and then they get back at 1 p.m and then they help you finish up that job and you can do that right or you can just a mobile unit goes out for the 9 a.m and then the shop has a 9 a.m and then you both just kind of stay there and knock out that vehicle so there's going to be many, many ways. And the only way you're going to be able to understand how you should schedule these jobs is by actually going through it. Like no matter how much I tell you how to do things or how many times you read someone schedule their job, you won't know how to do it until you're actually doing it, right? It's one thing to understand how I do it and how we schedule jobs. But once you get customers and you get a shop and you say, okay, well, how do I like do this? How to do that? It's like, man, like that's what you're going to have to learn. Right. And going a little bit off topic here, it's like everyone is always learning how to run their business on a daily basis. Right. Like every day, everyone is simply trying to figure out, okay, so how do I take that next step? Right. And it's not like being lost or clueless, but it's more so of like, okay, so I understand I'm going to get a shop and we still want to offer mobile services. So how do we actually go about uh, executing that? Right. Like, how do I, wherever you are, how do I do that? Right. How do I, Oscar, actually figure out? how to schedule mobile jobs and shop jobs, right? If, if it's just you, if you have a team, um, whatever services you offer, like how do you actually figure that out? And it's, you know, you're going to make, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to be late to customers. You're going to, you know, hold the, the, the car too long. You're going to, you know, miss deadlines. Like as you're in this, in this learning process, you're going to make mistakes, right? But that's only going to happen when you're actually there doing it. And I hope to, you know, to some degree, these podcasts uh, or YouTube videos that I make help you out. But it's like until you're actually there taking action and like understanding how it all works, you're going to make mistakes. Now, um, so for instance, if someone wants a paint correction and they don't want to bring it to the shop, what do we do then? Well, on that one, it actually... And luckily for us, like, that's actually almost never a problem. Just because they understand, like, on our website, we specifically say, hey, for paint correction and coating jobs, for smoke order removal jobs, those are done at our shop. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, it's done at our shop. So, typically with that, it's like, if if a customer's like, hey, like, I really don't want to bring it in. Is there any way that you can that you can do um, service, like, let's say the smoke order removal at my apartment, right, or at my house? We're just going to simply say no, because we like we've we've done them in the past where we do a smoke order removal at a job site, let's say apartment or house. It actually doesn't matter, and it's just it's too cumbersome, or the results aren't as good because we just we don't have the flexibility and control of the environment of what we have to do. So it turns out being not great results and kind of frustrating and annoying for us because we kind of have to be there. We can't schedule jobs around it. Like it's a lot of waiting around. So if someone says, hey, like, uh, yes, it's great, but can you do it at my at my home location? It's like, I'm sorry, we just can't. Um, but I, I would say, like, we don't, we have not had that, to my knowledge, we haven't had, like, that hasn't been a primary reason why someone has not gone with us when it comes to choosing a detail to do smoke or remove. Like, that hasn't been like, a, oh, okay, you don't want to come with me? That's fine. I don't want to do it anymore. To those specific services. Now, when it comes to, you know, like this, uh, the premium wash, wash and wax, headlight restoration, 
we'll do those mobile only if it meets like a minimum threshold on pricing, right? So if someone says, hey, can I get like a premium wash, which is like a, just a thorough wash, would we go and do that mobile? Absolutely not, because it's not worth it to drive, you know, past 10 minutes to go do a $50, $60, $80 wash. Now, if someone wants a premium wash, a headlight restoration, and an engine cleaning, that can turn out to be, you know, uh, you know, th- almost three hundred bucks, or let's see, one, two, yeah, almost three, yeah, three hundred dollars. So for then, yes, it makes sense for us to go out to them because as a whole, we're gonna, you know, make anywhere between three to three fifty, depending on the vehicle. Um, it makes sense to go out to the customer. Now, if someone just wants a premium wash, do we say, hey, we can't do it? No, we will offer. Hey, if you want us to do it, it you know, it doesn't qualify for mobile jobs. But if you still want it done, you can bring it into our shop and we can do it here. And a lot of times, they're like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just bring it into you. It's no problem. So that also helps out with the shop of like, if it's not, you know, if it doesn't meet the requirements for us to go mobile, they can still bring it into the shop. And if they're able to do it and, and they're willing to do it because they want it done by us, then they'll bring it in. And it does happen a lot of time. And funny enough, we have more maintenance clients bring it to our shop then we have maintenance clients that are on a mobile schedule, which is fantastic. So every month we have, you know, someone drops off their, their truck or, or their vehicle just for a, a premium wash and a mini interior detail that takes maybe like an hour, depending on the size of the vehicle. And that's it. And then they just come pick it up like a few hours later. So, you know, again, it, it just goes back to like, once you get into your operation of whatever you're doing, that's when you realize, or that's when you figure out what to do. Like I, I wouldn't have told you that, most of our maintenance clients come to the shop and are not mobile, right? Which is fantastic. The less we have to go out, the better. Not saying that we won't go out, but I'm saying like there's there, there's criteria now for us for 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 the customers to meet in order for us to go out mobile. Because again, we have a shop like we can stay here. It's much more comfortable, much more flexible, much more convenient. We're in control of our work environment. Like there's a lot more factors that make sense for us to stay at the shop versus going mobile. And again, like whether it's a, a same-day appointment that we can take on, whether it's like, hey, I just want a headlight reservation. I was like, great. If you want that, you can bring it in to us. But unfortunately, as a mobile job, we're not going to be able to get to you. And this also opens up the the uh, um, the uh, possibility of, like, getting last-minute um, jobs in, which which is, like, the same-day appointments of, like, hey, if, if our schedule's booked out, or at least it's already not maxed out, but it is booked out, and someone says, hey, you know, I have this truck that I want a, you know, whatever, interior cleaning and headlight restoration like are, are you able to get me in um if they're asking for like a mobile job um and either we're booked out at the shop or you know our, our, our mobile van is down or something meaning like getting maintenance or something that's an easy pitch to be like hey look unfortunately let's say like either hey our you know our mobile schedule is booked out until you know two weeks from now um but if you'd like, you can bring in the vehicle to our shop and we can get it done. To, uh, you can bring it in tomorrow and we'll have it ready for you by Friday. Right. So it's like if they want if they're like, hey, can I get a mobile? Uh, you know, can you come out to me? It's like we would like to. But our next availability isn't until two weeks from now. But if you'd like it done sooner, you can drop it off, you know, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever, uh, Thursday. And we can have it ready for you by Friday afternoon. Would that instead work for you? And, I, and now they're saying, OK, well, I do want it done. I don't want to wait two weeks. And if I bring it in, I can get it done this week in a few days. A lot of times they'll just be like, okay, yeah, I'll bring it in. So that, again, like, even if you have a packed schedule, you're able to finesse the schedule. Be like, okay, yeah, we can, we can add one more car in and, and take care of it. Um, and again, like, and e- even that in itself of like adding another car in on an already booked out schedule, how do you do that? It's like you just have to look at the schedule 
you're going to have to get those reps in of like, okay, there's two, three vehicles on the schedule. We want to add one more. How do we finesse this? How do we make sure that we move all the, all the cars around to make sure they're all getting completed at the deadline that we promised? And it's like, I can give you an examples, but in, in, until you're there actually doing all those adjustments, you won't know, you know, you won't know what's actually working or, or, or what's going to work. Um, because I can't tell you like, okay, so if, if there's a car that's coming in and you have, you know, four hours allocated to it, but then you have another one that's coming in for six hours, it's like, you're going to do this and do that. It's like, no, just, you got, you got to look at the whole picture, right? What time are they going to pick it up? Um, how far can you push it back? How long is it going to take you? You know, what were the expectations met for this? Like what, how's the, how's the vehicle's condition? Like it's all these little factors that you have to adjust for to see how you're able to move the schedule around. Um, let's see here. So if someone wants the same appointment, I'm, I'm reading my notes right now for those that are just listening to this. Um, oops. And I just lost my notes. Um, did I just lose my notes? Oh, there, here they go. Yeah. So when it comes to the mobile versus shop, like is, do you see like a noticeable increase in revenue? Again, that just depends on your business. If you're not making any money as a mobile detailer and then you get a shop, do you immediately start making more money? No, because why would you? You only make more money if you're already making money and you need more capacity to accept more vehicles, right? So whether that's like, you know, if you go from just a one-man band to a two-man band and you can go through more vehicles, you're making more money. But if you just go from mobile to shop and you hardly get any customers, nothing changes. And that's the thing that a lot of people think like, oh, well, once I get the shop, like, yeah, I'll get walk-ins and I'll do more marketing and, you know, customers will feel more comfortable bringing their, their vehicle to me. It's like, that's just wishful thinking. That's hopeful thinking. That's hoping something happens. And it's like, if you go out and get a, sh- like, I never expected to get walk-ins. It was an, it was a great feat. It was a great benefit to getting a shop. But like that, that didn't cross my mind as far as like, Hey, we'll probably make more money with walk-ins. I didn't know that would happen. Right. Like I, I, not that I didn't know it would happen, but like, I did not hope or assume or bank that, Hey, we'll get more customers through walk-ins. It's like, we'll get more customers because like we're already getting calls and leads and like we're already getting these, um, you know, pain correction jobs and whatever. Like I, that, like that's why we're getting the shop. Not just because like, Oh, if we get the shop, we'll get more customers. Like, no, we're getting customers. We're not able to book them all out. If we had a shop that would work out better in our favor to schedule them in. So that is a huge difference in terms of like having the shop and like how you do things. Now, do you have to keep your mobile set up? or your mobile rig running, if you have a shop, I'm going to say no, but again, it really just depends on where you live and what you do. Again, we've been doing it for eight years. Like it, it's a great benefit for the customers. We're not doing it as much. So like, it's not like it's a, it's not like a heavy thing that we do anyways, but we still are mobile. Um, so for us at this point, we're not, you know, we still don't mind offering it. Um, will that change in the future? You know, I can see that change to where we don't have any any mobile unit, but at least not now um, because we're still getting a lot of, you know, and, and not only that, but like on the SEO side, the search engine optimization, because we're still mobile, we can still target a bunch of cities in our area. And like a, a pro tip um, is like if you're ranking for multiple keywords in multiple cities, right? Some of those customers will end up wanting some form of pain correction or coding. So even if it's like, someone that's in city, you know, C that is, uh, 25 miles away. And they're like, Hey, I was looking that you do, you know, an interior cleaning and paint correction and coating. And if they're requesting those three services, right. Interior cleaning, paint correction and coating, we'll say, Hey, yes, we definitely do. Except for the paint correction and coatings. Um, we actually re- require you to bring that to our shop. And again, it says it on the website. So it's like, we're targeting a different city 
with our website because we're mobile detailers. But if that customer requests a service that needs to be done at the shop, we will say, hey, you actually have to bring that in. So it allows our website to reach much larger areas than what a detailer can that just has a shop. Um, again, not going to get overly technical, but that is a big, big, big advantage that mobile detailers have that shop detailers don't because as a shop, you can only target the specific area city that you're in. And for us, because we're mobile detailers, we go to literally like, like technically 17 or so different cities and I can create a city page for every single serve, uh, every single city and target multiple keywords in all those areas. So your kind of tentacles go a lot further and to more areas with a mobile detailer versus a shop because with shop, it's only one tentacle in one area and that's it. So I think I'll end it right here. I'm coming up at 23 minutes. Um, if you are interested in either getting my ultimate guide to start your detailing business, it has over 10,000 words on how to start and grow your business. You want to download the eight services you should offer in your detailing business. You want to check out um, Jobber, which gives you a free 14-day trial and then 20% off your first six months. And anything like that, you can check if you're on YouTube, the description box down below, or you can check the show notes in the podcast and you can find any of those links. Thank you very much. And I'll talk to everyone on the next one. Bye-bye.